We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. I am Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen. We both work at Roto-Wire. And we're talking game week 16 in the Premier League. Before we get into all of our best bets, are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards, soccer players from over 180 clubs on So Rare. That's S-O-R-A. RE.com. Chris, welcome to the show. Kits and wagers. What is the kit on this lovely Thursday here? Yeah, Adam, good to talk to you again. It's, well, it's been like three days since I last talked to you about um, the games are hot and heavy recently, and they're going to be through the month of December. This week, I'm paying homage to, some, to a fallen team here. I have. Uh, I went with a Borussia Dortmund quarter zip. Uh, lost a tough one to Bayern on on Saturday. It was a Saturday where they lost three two. Thought some decisions went against them that were really kind of head scratching. They played okay. They're always going to have a tough time against Bayern. Bayern's just such a, a better side. And then, um, yeah, I believe they fell out of the Champions League this week. Um, so that was uh, tough to see. But uh, yeah, just paying homage to them. Nice little quarters up here. Kind of kind of good for the the cooler weather. It's got a little fleece on the inside, so uh, it's it's kind of cold out here in the Pacific Northwest. So I thought I would give this one a ride out and just pay homage to the uh, the Germans. Well, the German yeah. team, not necessarily all Germans, but. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, Dortmund. I I think they're they're probably knocked out like a month ago because they didn't have anything to play for, but they won. Five no midweek, so I'm yep. I'm. This isn't kit, so it's uh, uh, polos, polos and wagers. We got just a simple MLS polo, <laughs> and we got the MLS final on Sunday, Portland against NYC FC. So you know I'm just uh, supporting the American League. And before we get to the Premier League, I just wanted to. I'm just gonna give a bet here. I haven't I haven't been watching matches, but I've looked at a couple numbers. I'm going to take the Timbers to win plus 180 against NYCFC. I think they're playing better. I think NYC had an easier route to the final here, and I'm just going with the team from the West Side. Um, I guess this is 
this isn't your team. I guess this is your rival, but I'm yeah. still sticking with the West side here. So uh, I guess well, you probably won't agree with that one. No, definitely not taking the Timbers ever. <laughs> but uh, I, let's 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 rewind to this polo that you're wearing. It's the the <laughs> I, I believe that's the older MLS logo. This is like. This is like yeah. the equivalent of uh, of Rob Lowe wearing wasn't he wearing like the NFL hat to a Raiders game? <laughs> he was in the stands with like just the black like NFL logo on it, no team. So Adams here, he's you know a, a pretty sick polo, honestly. But uh, yeah, just rock, just supporting the league. So I like that. What a, <laughs> yeah, if if you don't I mind think me, this asking, was a leftover. Be- so I worked at okay. Sporting Kansas City like 10 years ago. And that was the same year that they went from the Kansas city wizards. So like they had all this old stuff from, I don't know, the past decade. And I don't know, somehow I ended up with this, this polo, this old school polo. So it's, I mean, it's still in my closet. So I think it's, I think it's pretty sharp. I don't know. Yeah. It's actually really sharp. If you're watching on YouTube, Uh, you know, nice Navy color, definitely that, the, I can't even think what the MLS logo is now. Um, off the top of my head, but it's like that old school one with the ball and the, and the something and the, more and modern. That's probably for sure. Got some, got some more uh, well-rounded lines. You know, a little, <laughs> a little bit better from an aesthetic standpoint. But yeah, yeah. sick polo. What, uh, what are the odds on NYFC FC? Uh, plus one sixty-five. Okay, so they're actually favorites. Yeah, I mean, just just a little bit by like what is it twenty plus twenty? But uh, yeah, all right. Well, if you're gonna go with the the Timbers, I'm rolling with the NYFC. NYCFC playing on the road. Um, haven't really, wa- I haven't watched a single minute of them this year, but uh, let's go with them. All right, fine. I think uh, just looking back at last week, so just speaking of going against each other, I, I believe we had the, uh, we we're going against each other in the Aston Villa and Leicester game, and I think I won that one. Uh, Villa won at home, but maybe I could be making that up. Maybe I'm making it up in my head. You don't, it doesn't seem like you agree with me, but. Uh, in terms of our best bets, I don't know if there's anything to say. I did want to point out. So before the show, I last week I said I changed my mind before the show on what bet I was going to take in Liverpool, and I pulled up my article that I wrote before our podcast, and I and I wrote down this is quotes. I'm going with the shutout first because there's a slim chance this finishes one nil, but I also like the minus one and a half play at the same odds. For some reason. Since writing that article and then leading up to the show, I decided taking Liverpool minus one and a half was a better idea than than one nil, and it wasn't. Um, I was expecting you to uh, to help me change that one, but uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Liverpool got the late winner, and uh, the best bet lost. So sorry to everyone about that one. Don't put this on me. I, I can't wear that. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, to be fair, you did. I did look back at our sheet from last week. You did take Aston Villa. I was on Leicester City plus two hundred, um, which obviously didn't work out as Villa came away with a two-one win. So game week sixteen here. Uh, last week I mentioned just in terms of home teams. I think you were just on a lot of you know waysides last week. So the last four game weeks, it's forty, or maybe there's thirty-nine matches. Maybe I'm making that number up because I do believe there's a Tottenham cancellation there now that I'm just thinking about it saying it out loud but there's only been seven away wins and that's been six of those have been Liverpool Manchester City Chelsea and the other one was Aston Villa at Crystal Palace so just in general here 
basically the the premise is that you shouldn't bet on anyone outside of the top three teams to win away from home. Uh, is that just something we should do? I don't know, going forward until that starts changing or, or what do you, how much do you think we should put into this right here? That's a, I said this last week and I'll say it again this week. That's a pretty big sample size, 39 games. What's that? Uh, like a sixth of the, the game of the, away teams have won in those games and they're all top four sides aside from Aston Villa. I think if you look at it, those teams were probably favored on the road too. those, those um, away teams. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think, you know, avoiding the away teams to win, especially uh, you know, non like top six teams is the, is a good play. And then even following that up, if the odds aren't like plus 200, you know, it's, it's really tough to, to bet on them. There's a couple this week where you could be like, oh, maybe. And we kind of talked about it before the show, but otherwise um, I would probably avoid the away teams. The, the two teams who are away this week that are kind of have the better odds are West Ham, our actual favorites against Burnley away, which is a tough place to play normally. And then um, Everton is an underdog facing Crystal Palace away. And then the third one is um, the game that we're just about to get into. Yeah, so this conveniently lines up for us here. So we got a Friday. We're going to talk about a Friday match, a Saturday match, and a Sunday match. This first one, Brentford are home to Watford. Uh, some of the odds here, Brentford are favored. Uh, sorry, let me – is this plus 115 their favorite? Yeah, plus 115, draws plus 235, and then Watford to win is plus 260. Over 2.5 goals, minus 105. Under 2.5 goals, minus 115. And I think, uh, I don't, I don't know. This is a, this is just a a tough, one of the tougher matchups here. Just, I think in general here, just because these teams are kind of a little bit all over the place, just mainly Brentford. just seems like we haven't really been able to get a good read on them. Uh, If you're just looking at some of their recent results, you just don't really know like what to expect from them. So like just in terms of their home matches here, they had the, you know, they had that three, three draw against Liverpool. And I mean, at that point it was like, okay, there, this is a good team and we're going to expect some results out of them, but it's been kind of downhill. So their last four home matches, they lost one nil to Chelsea. Sure. That's fine. Two, one to Brett, uh, to Leicester, two, one to Norwich. And then they have that win uh, against Everton. So do you have a side here? I'm kind of leaning just Watford, even though we just got done talking about why are we taking, you know, some some of the weaker teams on the road. But it's not it's not like Brentford are playing well right now. They're playing poorly, let's be honest. Um, both teams here missing a couple guys with Ivan Tony's out. Uh, did we who else did I see that was out for Watford? Yeah, Sergi Kanosh is suspended and he actually played, he played forward for Ivan Tony last match. So, a new forward is going to be in for Brentford, is what it comes down to. I think like Marcus Force, I don't even know if he's gotten to start this season, and then someone else is going to be playing on the wing because Sergi Kanosh is suspended. So, you got a few questions there, yeah, definitely a lot of questions. Um, I can't, I just, you know, everything we just discussed with the away teams failing to really to win away makes it tough for me to go Wofford here, if anything. And I don't feel good about Brentford. I'd rather just play for a draw at plus 235 here. I think 
I think that's like the most feasible outcome in my mind, considering what we said about away teams and Brentford just kind of being shambles at home. Yeah, like it's not a match where I want to want where I want to bet uh, Wat or Brentford to win. I think just looking at Watford here, this is like kind of like a rebound spot. If if we ignore what we said about teams form away from home, like this is definitely a downgrade in matchup for Watford. So their last five matches have been against Manchester City, Chelsea at Leicester City, Manchester United, Arsenal. That's their last five. So now they're playing Brentford. I think that's a definite, definite boost, and that's kind of why I like Watford here. Um, so Watford winner draws minus 130. Watford draw no bet plus 160. Like, I'm kind of looking in that range, even though it doesn't seem safe. Uh, it's kind of where I'm leaning. But, yeah, like taking the draw plus 235, you can get to – extra odds right there. I also kind of like the over in this one. I uh, just read in the uh, right enough, the total number of goals in matches under Claudio Ranieri. You got five goals, seven, one, one, five, six, three, four. So six of eight matches under Ranieri have gone over two and a half goals and half of those have gone over four goals. So kind of like the over kind of like Watford seems like a two, one, a two-two type of match in this spot, and that's what I got. Yeah, plus three and a half uh, for the over over three and a half is uh, two thirty, and then plus four and a half if you're feeling extra risky is plus five fifty. Do you think that you know the absence of Ivan Tony? Um, I believe that uh, Ishmael Sar is going to be out. Do, do you think that affects the over at all, or do you still feel pretty confident in the fact that it could be like over two and a half goals? Um, even over three and a half. I I mean, it it could, but like we just, I think Watford are just they're attacking a little bit more under Rainieri than earlier in the season. And sure, Sar is probably their best player. Like I still think they can get goals. Like Emmanuel Dennis has been uh, has been pretty good, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, he's been probably their second best player. Joshua King. He has a hat trick at, at one point in this season. Like they still have guys that can score. And it's not like Ivan Tony was, you know, scoring every match. I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to think of his numbers off the top of my head here. I think he maybe only has three or four goals. A couple of those were PKs. So it's not like he's getting, he's not like, I don't know, a Callum Wilson, you can say, where, you know, when he's leading Newcastle's attack, I, I'd say they're much better because, you know, he just has a nose for a goal. Whereas Tony, like, I just don't think he's as efficient as some of these other top attackers in the league. So I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I mean, they, they were up, they were up two goals or they were up in their last match against Newcastle and they scored two goals in, in their last match without them. So I think they're going to be fine. Really? Yeah, that's fair. I think Emmanuel Dennis, man, that guy has been pretty unbelievable for Wofford so far this season. He's got six goals, five assists, and I play a little bit of FPL, as most people who probably listen to this podcast might. And he's like the 11th ranked player on FPL. So, you know, getting it done, even if they are going to be missing another attacking key piece. Um, I'm just trying to look up his goal scoring odds here. He's at plus 260 anytime goal score, um, if you're in, intrigued by any of those sort of odds. So if you want that one, pretty good odds for him to score. Um, go ahead and check that one out as well. Yeah, it's not too bad. This is... 
I mean, this is, this is a single game on Friday. Like this is, could be a, you know, a single game parlay kind of game, throw in Dennis or King or, uh, I mean, I guess, I don't know, Brentford, their goals kind of come from wherever, but throw that in over two and a half goals or over three and a half goals, something like that. Maybe a win or draw for whatever side you like, and you can get some pretty decent odds there. So, Yeah, the, the Dennis uh, score and Watford win is plus 450. There you go, plus 450. Um, so next match, Saturday, we're moving on to Liverpool, who are home against Aston Villa. Liverpool minus 450. Draw is plus 600. Villa to win plus 1,100. Those seem pretty reasonable. Over 3.5 goals is minus 105. Under 3.5 goals is minus 120. This is your team, so I'll let you take it away. Liverpool don't really have a ton of injury issues. Uh, Danny Ings and Matt Target are the questions for Villa, but they missed last week, so... Uh, not, it shouldn't be too many changes in either side here. Yeah, the odds makers definitely don't get, do you any favors here to to like look think about taking Liverpool in any sense. Uh, plus, what do we say? Minus four hundred. Yeah. yeah, minus four fifty. Minus four fifty. Minus four hundred. It's yeah, you know, changing by the hour here. You're not getting any value there. So, um, yeah, I mean they got everybody healthy pretty much. The whole midfield's healthy. The one, you know, this is like a. My heart versus my heart here. You know, we got Stevie G coming back to Anfield uh, to to take Aston Villa, who he's done who he's done really well with it through his first four matches. So, like their only loss though was I believe it was that two one win or two one loss to Manchester City, where you know City scored some unbelievable goals. So, if anything, um, I think you know the the under here would be worthwhile here, and the under uh, under three and a half goals is minus one twenty. So you're getting okay odds there. And that's just like you figure, you know, a two-one. It's been what two-one in almost every in three of the four matches for Aston Villa since Stevie mm-hmm. Gerrard's taken over. So if I was going to go with any bet there, I think there um, minus three and a half is my one twenty. My plus under two and a half is plus two hundred. So those are the two things that I'd really, uh, really evaluate if I want to go with. I, I just don't think I don't I don't see a way that Aston Villa comes into Anfield and they get the job done. So I, I would avoid the Villa bets myself. Yeah, I was originally, I mean, just if you don't look at team names, if you remove team names from this, I don't know. My original thoughts were like you, the under and Aston Villa, just because the way they played. So the stat going around Twitter, I've seen. So Villa have allowed four big chances in their four matches under Gerard, which is just good. It's one, you know, one big chance every match. And, you know, a big chance is basically, you know, just a good good shot on target in, in the six yard box and the 18 yard box, that kind of thing. But like, so I was looking at Villa plus one and a half, you can get plus plus one thirty five odds in that. That seems pretty good. But then I looked at Liverpool's last five at home, four nil, four nil. They have a couple two twos in there, two twos and then three nil. So it's just hard to bet against Liverpool and feel that's kind of what it comes down to. Like I, I like Villa one and a half because, you know, you could still, if this is a one nil two one type of game, three, two, like you're still going to win that bet, but you're betting against Liverpool at home, which is a risk. And again, I did, I do like the under and then, just considering those Villa results, they've got the two one one two two ones. 
I guess I guess under three and a half is minus one twenty, which is which is pretty good because usually you see the you know the under two and a half at minus one twenty for a match. So I guess under three and a half is is a place to look. But again, I'm kind of scared off because I, I took the under three and a half for for Liverpool against Southampton, and then they won four nil. So I'm kind of scared, but overall. Everything I'm I'm just scared about Liverpool bets. I think that's what it comes down to. So the only sure sure thing that we've gotten from these Liverpool bets is Mo Salah, and uh, this week we've been doing it every week just because the guy has been in insane form. But this week there's not really a ton of value um, on some of the bets that we've discussed in the past. Anytime goal scoring, he is minus one sixty five. So you're you're not going to get super good value there. Um, first score, last score, they're both plus 240 for Salah. And then the one that we've really been discussed consistently is the Salah to score and Liverpool to win. This week, it's minus 140. And pretty much every week that we've discussed it, it's been plus odds. So this is, uh, I believe, either the first or the second time where he's uh, he's minus odds. So um, minus 140, not something I'm, I'm particularly intrigued in for the uh, Mo Salah uh, betting goal scoring betting that we've, we've discussed so frequently. Yeah. Do you think in this match, like, I don't think Gerard is going to want to come in here and, you know, try and go up and down against Liverpool. Like he knows he can't do that. Like he's going to want to, he's going to want his guys to stay compact and keep this low scoring. Like, I think that's going to be a strategy and that's kind of what his strategy has been. Like if you want, like, I think taking under two and a half is, is the way, if you could bet on, you know, a player not to score, like I'd bet Salah not to score in this match because that would be plus odds, but I don't think that's actually a, a thing that you can do, unfortunately. But yeah, minus yeah. one sixty just seems like just seems like a lot in this matchup. Yeah, no, definitely too much for me. Like we've as we've discussed, that like minus one twenty five range is really kind of where the, the tipping point is. And I mean what it that returns probably about six bucks or so um if you were to bet that on a ten dollar bet so um if you're working in american dollars so that, that not not necessarily the smartest bet and not a huge return on minus 140 we actually do a hundred dollar bets in this show so it's sixty dollars <laughs> yeah yeah sorry hundred dollar bets <laughs> all right so the next match sunday uh, i guess the big thing for sunday the uh, tottenham brighton match was postponed so unfortunately you cannot bet against a COVID 19 hampered tottenham team so but i guess on the other side brighton have like 20 injuries but the game we're talking about is burnley home against west ham and this is one of the home underdogs that chris mentioned earlier so burnley are plus 270 to win the draw is plus 265 so oddly the draw is more likely to hit than burnley to win while west ham are plus 100 so west ham they played thursday in europa league but they pretty much rotated their entire team so that's not really anything that matters i think the big thing is aaron cresswell didn't play in that match he's been hurt uh, you add that into Kurt Zuma being out. It looks like Craig Dawson and Issa Diop are going to start at center back. And then if Cresswell doesn't play, it could be Arthur Masuaku, who I believe started last match, but he doesn't have a ton of time this season. So there are some questions on West Ham's back line. Over uh, over two and a half goals, minus 115. Under, my, under two and a half goals, minus 110. 
do you like West Ham in this spot? <laughs> would it be would it be silly to go against everything we discussed to start the show? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, we technically did already. Uh, we already did that with, or I did that with Watford, I guess. But yeah, yeah. No, I mean Burnley. Just I, they're just a tough, tough, te- tough team to watch on the eye. Uh, part of me wants to just go West Ham, but plus one hundred odds on the road. Coming off, I mean, like you said, they did rest quite a few players uh, in the midweek. I'm curious how many how many of them traveled, or if that was a home match. I believe that it was actually. Uh, uh, they traveled, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, to, to Croatia. Or... Yeah, to Cro. I believe that's. Croatia. Oh wait, no, it was home. All right, never mind. Then. Okay, so no travel. Yeah, give me West Ham plus 100 um, here. I think uh, Burnley not particularly good this season. West Ham were able to, as you mentioned, rest a lot of their a lot of their key players. Um, and it's not like you know if Aaron Cresswell misses, that's you know that's kind of tough on them. He takes the set pieces. He's been in the lineup pretty frequently. But you know Arthur Masuaku is a player who's who stepped in when he you know when he wasn't hurt last season. He was starting a lot. When he this season he's got three starts, still still you know playing decently. So they're not. It's not like it's a huge miss with Cresswell. Masuaku can step in and do the thing. Uh, but yeah, I think I think I would actually take West Ham plus one hundred here. All right. So if Burnley had Maxwell Cornet, I would be all over them. But I, I don't know what they they are, I really haven't done a ton without Cornet in the team. Like he's he's been kind of just like a spark, but he's constantly injured. But either way, I'm going to look at, you know, the recent results for Burnley here. So they have points in five of their last six matches and overall, and then four of their last five at home. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. And I think just in terms of your thoughts, like West Ham are coming off that huge win against Chelsea. And that's kind of what, what's in uh, everyone's mind is, you know, that's the one thing, I guess in betting is, you know, a team gets this big win. Like it's, it's in all sports really. Like this team gets a big win against a a tough opponent. And then the next, the next week it's against a weaker opponent. So it's like, okay, well they're, if they can beat Chelsea, like they can, they should easily beat Burnley. But I think that's like, that's a spot where you can find value. And I think that you like, you can get value with Burnley. Like they're playing at home. I already mentioned their, their recent, uh, their success at home. You can get them win or draw at minus 115. So that's almost even odds. Like if this match finishes in a draw, which is actually favored more than them to win, like you're still going to win that bet. So I think just in terms, like we said, like the away teams, it's just kind of hard. And it's not like West Ham are like they're up there in the table, but they, they already lost a couple weeks ago at Wolverhampton. So it's not like it's not impossible to think that, you know, they'd lose in this spot. I mean, Burnley haven't been playing that well, but they're not losing matches. So I, got, I think I like Burnley here. Yeah, you said the the winner draw at minus one fifteen. That's probably the most intriguing bet of the ones that you mentioned, especially yeah, because they've been picking up points pretty frequently. Yeah, I do like the. Uh, I probably would take the over too, uh, just the way these you know you got the West Ham injuries and then. I guess Burnley have been a little better in recent matches, but they had a they had a skid there. They're allowing a bunch of goals, but 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so I don't know what to do here. We got best bet time. And so I've been losing so many of my best bets. I've decided I'm going to put together three options and Chris is going to decide my best bet for me. Wow. So this is, this is big. I don't know if he's seen what I wrote down here, but this might be the first time he's hearing these best bets. So I, okay. yeah, I have not looked prior to this. So, um, okay. So I, yeah, I'm just going to go off what we were just talking about. One of them is Burnley winner draw minus minus one fifteen. Another one is Arsenal to win and over 1.5 goals. So two goals or more as plus 100 or Newcastle, Leicester, both teams to score, but no draw. So someone has to win and that's plus 125. What do you, wow. do you need me to, uh, to give you some numbers on any of those matches or do you just want to go for it? Uh, yeah. I'm, let me just think this over here. It's like on Lord, is that Lord of the Flies, that book where it's like, I've got the conch. Um, and I'm speaking yeah, on the island. Yeah, it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Lord of the Flies. Anyways, you know, we we just discussed the the minus one fifteen winner draw for Burnley. My conscience, my my head says that's a smart one. My conscience says I don't like betting on Burnley. Um, so that that's there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one out. Um, I like where your head's at with that one, but uh, just from a you know, I, I can't take that one and feel good about it. Um, Arsenal. I don't know if I should continue my, my vendetta against them. That we, I've this uh, this fake vendetta that I've had throughout the season on uh, Arsenal, even though I did take them last week and lose. Um, let me bring so I'm going to take them out uh, because our, first let me bring up. So I pull if you're watching on YouTube, I, I pulled up our injuries page at rotowire.com. So Southampton, they're going to have Oriol Romeu suspended. He's he started every match this season, central midfield. They're going to have. Salisu suspended a center back who's probably started every match this season. So they're bringing back into the starting 11. They got Jack Stevens, who's off an injury. He hasn't played since September. Uh, Leonco is going to get another start probably. And uh, Alex McCarthy is, is out. Fraser Forster is out. They picked up Willie Caballero midweek, 40-year-old goalkeeper, last seen with Chelsea, I believe is likely to start so they're not going to have you know their defensive midfielder they're not going to have you know their full set of center backs and they're going to have a new 
40-year-old goalkeeper in that. Are you any are you convinced yet that Arsenal are gonna win this one? It seems like you're convinced, which is important. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you the read. <laughs> it seems like you're convinced. Um and given what I'm gonna do with my best bet, let's get a little diversification and stay away from that that Newcastle Leicester match. And okay. I think you know, you, it sounds like you feel strongly, and because you feel strongly, I feel so strongly. You know, we're we're in this podcast together. We're trying to get wins for our listeners, not only ourselves but our listeners, um, the global audience. And uh, so, yeah, let's go Arsenal win over one and a half plus one hundred. Lock it in as Adam's best bet. Okay, and, let's do well, it. Arsenal you know, best bet. <laughs> incredibly, you know, proud that I've. Oh, you gave me this opportunity to make your best bet for the week because then when the ship goes down, it's it's all on me here. Um, <laughs> so speaking of the ship going down, last week I missed. I was on, you know, I was doing pretty well there for a, kind of like a five week span there, making a couple of good bets. Last week was not one of them. I took Arsenal, and uh, here we are again taking them. But it's not for me; it's for you. So I'm going to get away from that one. And and you did mention this game in the uh, options of best bets with the Newcastle Leicester facing each other Leicester being at home yes Leicester being at home we're not taking the away teams and away and away team we're definitely not taking as Newcastle Leicester's at minus 135 right on that cusp of bets that we feel good about where the odds are like okay I could still make a couple bucks and that'll be all right so I'm gonna take Leicester City playing at home they are gonna be coming off a, a short week here after uh playing today against Napoli but I like minus 135 to win Newcastle um, as we know, they've struggled. They've conceded a lot of goals. So I'm going to take Leicester minus 135 as my best bet. All right, there it is. This is like the opposite move of what you've been doing. You've had a bunch of, you know, plus 200 bets in here, <laughs> plus 150 or so. You've had all the all these bets. But all right, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'm kind of – I can't disagree with this one. Like I'm and, not going to say, no, take, uh, take Newcastle here. Uh, Yuri Tielemans, he returned today. He sh- he should be. Good. I mean, it's a short week, so. But I, I assume he's going to start here, and this match is Sunday, so assume he's going to start. But yeah, my my uh, my third best bet there is. I just think there's going to be goals because you know Leicester aren't stopping anyone. They just gave up three goals on Thursday, so I think there's going to be goals in this match. I do think both teams are going to score, but I think Leicester are going to score more. Like they're. That's the one thing they're having trouble doing right now is scoring goals. So take them to, I think, I mean, they're going to score more than Newcastle. It's as simple as that. Minus 135. Love it. Let's write it up. And, it, you know, since this this podcast only does $100 bets, um, minus 135 yields you about 70 bucks uh, if you if you get that one right. So not not too bad. Um, if you're only betting 10 bucks, that's like a pint that you'd win. So. Um, a celebratory pint on your on your uh, minus one thirty five bet if Lester does in fact win. A celebratory pint. Pints and wagers. Pints and that's, wagers. That's polos and wagers. That's the theme of the week. It's the well. It's the end of the show. Uh, so what do we, do we have a cooking suggestion for the week or what do we got? Um, smoking any birds or you, no. you've had a busy busy week <laughs> at work? Have you gotten? been cooking any rice or anything um no nothing particularly special this week but uh my girlfriend is uh she's got to go back to the east coast for work for the next week so i will have the place to myself um throughout the week here so i i'm expecting some big things on a smoker um definitely you know gonna 
do some dude dude stuff here. And I think what it, it's going to start with this weekend is I'm going to go back to my roots. Grew up in Wisconsin. We got a big game against the Bears. Not really that big because the Bears suck. And now we're getting into NFL. But uh, you know, anytime the Packers play on Sunday Night Football. I got to put some brats on the grill. So we're going to get some beer brats going. We're going to get some onions, you know, all the, all the fixings, little ground mustard. And, uh, you know, just going to get, get them a nice char. And then I'm probably going to eat like three to four of them Sunday night while watching the Packers beat the bears by like 28 points or so. <laughs> yeah. You can bet that one too. So what's <laughs> the temperature out there where you're at? Uh, Seattle, it's pretty consistently like uh, 40 degrees, 45 yeah. degrees in the winter overcast. Uh, we did get a little bit of sunshine last yesterday which is like you know had to get out there and, and kind of take it in i actually had a men's league game last night and it was like the best one that we've had in, in a couple of weeks where it's like no i wasn't getting rained on it was a crisp clear night which is pretty rare so yeah right now 45 overcast uh we got some big storms coming in it sounds like in the mountains so yeah it should be a rainy one all weekend perfect for uh, manning the grill slightly and sitting in and watching sports yeah you're talking about all this smoking but I just I just can't do the smoking when it's when it, there's snow on the ground and it's 25 degrees out. I just don't want to you know just deal with uh, having to go in and outside when when it's that cold. So I just haven't done, been doing a ton of smoking since the uh, since the weather uh, got to the below freezing here. But well, luckily they made they made ovens. You know they 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 invented ovens, so you can do a lot of stuff with that too. Yes, that is true. But uh, we have another short week, so we'll probably be talking to you next on monday so another few days uh it might or maybe tuesday might be it might turn into seafood and wagers i'll be in florida for the weekend so i'll be eating a bunch of seafood and i'm not gonna be cooking anything but maybe i'll report back to uh uh, let you know how the grouper is down in florida for the season (laughs) i'm looking forward to this grouper review next next monday probably yeah let's do it might be a might be a late show but uh, there you go. Best bet. Arsenal to win over one and a half goals against Southampton. And then Chris took Leicester to win minus 135. That's for game week 16. Chris, thanks for joining me, and we'll see everyone in a few days. Thank you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.